Alright, what's up everybody? Whale Talk episode 31. Uh, a lot of good wrestling going on. A lot of good wrestling. Even uh, Raw's making a little comeback. I think Raw's been pretty good. You know, not too bad recently. But let's get straight into it. I want to get into quick thoughts about NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool 2. Uh, I didn't want to really do a full review to it because honestly I don't really watch NXT UK like that. I used to. I used to watch it every week, but... It's just too much wrestling to watch, sadly. 205 Live and NXT UK had to be cut. I watch NXT UK sometimes when there's, like, someone I really want to watch. Like, I'm a big fan of the Grizzled Young Vets. Imperium, minus Walter. I'm not the biggest fan of Walter. But anything with Fabian Eichner, I'm fucking watching. A uh, big fan now of fucking Tyler Bate, of course. Tyler Bate's always been my guy since NXT UK started. Or, you know, the UK guys were being brought over. I think he's better than Pete Dunne, but that's just me. And Pete Dunne's a fucking shit, too, so. But big ups to fucking uh, that title match, uh, Joe Coffey versus Walter. I thought that was a fantastic main event. It went it went a little longer than I think it should have, but I thought that match was fucking awesome. Joe Coffey is a fucking star, dude. That guy's great. He was one of the first dudes that picked up and said, yo, this guy's going to be something real quick. He's got great looks. He's got great promo skills. You know, he's got Gallus over there. Uh, speaking of Gallus, the ladder match, tag team ladder match is fucking awesome. I didn't see Gallus retaining at all. That was kind of a surprise. I really thought they were going to go for someone else. I really wanted Imperium to win. Because fucking Fabian Eichner and fucking Marcel Bartel, they're like on my list. Yo, those guys are fucking great. Single stars, they're great. Tag team, they're great. Uh, good to see Eddie Dennis making his return. I'm actually a fan of Eddie Dennis. I like his theme. I like um his promo skills. He does some great promo skills. And uh, Trent Seven. It's good to see Trent Seven in single matches. I always say Trent Seven's been kind of the forgotten child of uh, British Strong Style. No one talks about how good Trent Seven is, and he's great. He's fucking Okada, basically, with the Rainmaker. You know what I mean? And my boy got a Bernie Hammer. You know me. I'm a sucker for anybody with a Bernie Hammer. But I thought NXT Blackpool delivered, as it always usually does. Fucking Tyler Bate and uh, Jude, uh, Jordan Devlin. Was fucking, I don't want to call him Judas Devlin, like the guy from NXT, who's Luchasaurus now, but Jordan Devlin was fucking awesome. Jordan Devlin's been getting a lot of fucking work put into him, man. This guy's doing a lot of good shit. I was not a big fan of him when I first saw him. I always thought he looked like mini Finn Balor, but, which is like looking shorter than Finn Balor, what the hell. But those guys had a wrestling match. Holy shit, that match was fantastic. But shit, let's get into it. Raw Review. Raw review, we started off with Brock and Heyman announcing that they're going to be at the Royal Rumble at spot number one. Uh, I think the title should have been defended, that's just me, but all of this is to set up Brock's opponent at WrestleMania, which I'm hoping is going to be Drew McIntyre. The guy is set up for it, the crowd is behind him now that you've slowly made him face, but... This is kind of cool. Like I said, I like Brock coming in at one because it's going to give us a lot of cool matchups that we, we, we won't get to see. You know what I mean? Like, imagine fucking, like, Brock Lesnar coming out there, and we see, like, fucking, you know, I don't know, like, Tyler Bate come out. Imagine, the, like, the shit they can do with Tyler Bate being so small, but being so feisty. They can do some cool shit with Brock being at number one, so I'm okay with this. We get Ray versus Shannon for the U.S. title, and such a good match that was ruined by such a shitty finish. Oh, my God. Uh, fucking cool toss to the ring steps, fucking, uh, where Shannon ended up, like, throwing Ray back there. Uh, fucking, um... Uh, cool spot where Ray rolls up Sienna on the outside. He does, like, a fucking, um, victory roll to the outside. Sienna rolls through with a Meteora. That was really cool. 
CM always hits that nice looking back elbow. Ray with a fucking Canadian destroyer, but we get a dusty finish where he wins the title. Not really. Selena Vega put his foot on the rope. Match restarts. Ray with a cool hurricanrana to the barricade. That looks stiff as fuck. Uh, Ray with a sunset flip power bomb to the outside post. That was awesome looking. Ray was hitting some cool shit here, man. And then the Shetty ending. So, Shetty ending is Ray gets thrown into Selena Vega. He goes in the ring. He's about to get hit with the DDT. The referee separates them, starts yelling at Ray to get outside, clearly in the camera. Sienna is looking like, what the fuck? He's even saying, like, what are we doing? Like, what are you doing? Fucking crazy. So he goes out there, and for some reason, Ray starts caring about Selena Vega after he didn't care before. He's just like, no, why? No. Fucking Sienna brings him in, botches the fucking DDT. He can't even hit it fucking right. Because, oh my god. Then he takes Ray's mask, and that's the finish. Such a great match. It was a great match, and it got fucked up by that spot. That shit was so stupid, man. Then we get Street Profits versus War Raiders versus the OC for the tag team titles. Eh, it was an okay match. Uh, cool flipping around by Hanson and Monsage Ford. Like, it's crazy to see Hanson do all these cartwheels and all this bouncing around and high flying. It's crazy. But War Raiders win with a big splash. Uh, okay match. Picked up at the end, but it was an okay match. Need more tag team, man. You got no fucking tag teams up in here. Uh, Becky Lunch, as I call her. <laughs> Becky Lunch with a cool uh, uh, fucking Kill Bill outfit. It's a plus point out of me. It's my favorite movie of all time. Uh, Becky, with a lot of self-doubt. She really thinks she cannot be Asuka, but she's trying. Asuka comes out, starts shit-talking to Japanese. Becky just punches her in the face. So I guess Becky kind of lured her in by being like insecure and thinking Asuka was in control and then just punched her in the face. She did that with Charlotte back in the day, too. Uh, Mojo Raleigh's backstage and he's asking Eric Rowan, yo, let me see what's in the cage. Eric's just like, fine, but don't tell nobody. I was like, what the fuck is going <laughs> This is just so weird. Eric Rowan is laughing the whole time too. I'm just like, yo, these guys about to die. Mojo's reaction. He just jumps all over the place. Whoa, whoa, you're a freak. Whoa. It was fucking funny. Because the whole time Eric Rowan's just laughing his ass off. This dude's corpsing so hard. Uh, Ray gets his mask back the hard way. He goes back there, and this dude made me laugh. He was talking Spanish so fast. Fucking, like, oh my god, this shit was killing me. He just started beating the crap out of Sienna. He takes his mask back. I kind of like the edge that they're kind of giving Ray Mysterio. It's cool. Eric Rowan fights the greatest jobber ever. It's the jobber that looks like a fish. My boy has a whole kissy face on him. Fucking most over jobber ever. Jobber runs out. He goes for the cage. Eric Rowan, basically, he says, basically, Eric Rowan's trying to show him what's in the cage. Jobber goes back in, selling Eric Rowan to bring it in the ring. Eric Rowan beats the shit out of him, call chokeslam, one, two, three. Takes him to the cage, shoves his face in it, and then he starts screaming with the best acting ever. He starts screaming, and the same monotone scream just, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> but his face is like supposed to be covered in blood or something, so we know there's something in there now. Uh, AJ Styles versus Akira Tosawa, a match I never thought I would see. But sadly, AJ squashes him with a phenomenal form in like three seconds. Then hits Randy's DDT in the RKO, and it's over. Randy with a, I mean, uh, Randy, uh, AJ with a nice looking RKO, by the way. Well, this was sad. I kind of want to see these guys go at it. After the match Akira had with fucking, well, who was it? Ricochet? Yeah, that match was great. Even the match with McIntyre I thought was pretty cool. 
Uh, the wedding guy gets tackled after this match. So the guy that was supposed to wed Lana and Lashley gets tackled by security. I guess nobody told security that this guy's doing the wedding. Bobby and Lana come out, try to get married again. Rusev is at the beach, you know, chilling. <laughs> with a fucking, just, oh my god, the worst CGI beach ever. I think it's kind of funny. Basically, he says he's going to get the old Rusev. He's getting the Bulgarian brood. He's going to kill Lashley next week. Which I still don't understand. You legit gave your wife away. Why are you mad that now Lashley's marrying her? I don't get it. Uh, but we get the return of the Bulgarian brood, so I'm pretty happy. I want Rusev to go back to his old days of just killing people, not saying a word. Uh, Sarah Logan versus Charlotte. I was like, all right, squash match, here we go. But then uh, Sarah Logan ends up beating the shit out of Charlotte. These girls start beating the crap out of each other. I thought this was actually kind of cool. Uh, Charlotte gets the upper hand, and then fucking Sarah Logan starts beating her up some more. Takes her robe and starts hitting it across the mat. Charlotte gets real pissed. Goes in there, beats the shit out of her, puts her robe back on, and kind of, like, brushes her off. I thought that was kind of cool. Sarah Logan's got a new look, too, which is, I guess, suits her better. No way, Jose versus Drew McIntyre. Yo, McIntyre, man, he's just killing it with these fucking mic skills, bro. Just showing so much personality. Talking about the cheeseburger's a cool guy. But basically destroys him. Destroys dances, destroys everybody. This guy's really getting over as a babyface. It's crazy, because I'm like, that's all you gotta do. Let people be themselves. That's really Drew McIntyre. This dude's really funny, I think. Uh, Alistair Blacks versus Shelton Benjamin. Sucks. I feel like this could have been a really good match, too. Poor Shelton Benjamin, man. This dude went from being a Suzuki gun in Japan to being that jobber. <laughs> Quick match. Black mask. Buddy attacks uh, Alistair after the match. Beats the shit out of him. Gives him a V-trigger all the way in the keep timekeeper's area. Takes a chair, puts it in his face, around his neck, gives him a kamagoye. That was really cool. I thought it was pretty sweet. I said, damn, Cody Bushi should steal that. Because you know it's his move anyway. <laughs> AOP and Seth versus Joe, Kevin, and the mystery partner that they kept building up for almost three hours. The Big Show. Uh, yay. The Big Show. This... This is in the same week when I talk about AEW later, where DDP single-handedly destroyed the uh, Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny. And we get the big show in the main event, knocking out Seth Rollins. What time portal am I in? DQ, Seth hits the show, <laughs> the show, hits Big Show with a chair. Uh, and yeah, that's... Like I said, this Raw started off good. The Brock stuff was good. Ray versus Cien was lit, except for the fucking um, ending. Uh, tag team match was okay. Becky Lynch's promo skills have gotten so much better. Eric Rowan and the kissy face jobber was a highlight for me. Uh, Sarah Logan and Charlotte were kind of cool. And Drew McIntyre being Drew McIntyre was also sweet. And they continued the stuff with Buddy Murphy and uh, Aleister Black. Like I said, a good Raw kind of just kind of bummed out just to the big show. <laughs> Dude, I'm so tired of seeing The Big Show. Like, I like The Big Show. Dude, I love The Big Show when he was in ECW. I, I get a lot of hate for liking The Big Show in ECW. Oof. But, I don't know. Uh, I feel like Rob was pretty good. Uh, you know, it had a lot of stuff kept me interested. I actually could watch. But, let's get to the real shit now. Get an AEW Dynamite 2. Started off with Hangman and Kenny Omega. The tag team that will fight for life. I'm so sick and tired of seeing these guys in a tag team. These guys are way too good to be in a tag team. Come on, man. Versus the private party. 
Uh, this was a great match. Fucking Isaiah Cassidy getting chopped and yelling like a little girl every time Kenny and uh, Hangman would punch him. That was great. Uh, such a great match. Both guys kept hitting each other. Both guys kept hitting each other by mistake, basically. So Hangman kept hitting Kenny and Kenny kept hitting Hangman, but they kept fighting through it. And they ended up, you know, getting a little salty as a team, but they ended up fighting through it. Uh, they end up winning the match. Uh, Pac attacks uh, Naka. Naka. Nakazawa again, which I'm like, Jesus, Pac, you're just going to keep attacking this dude. <laughs> you're just going to keep beating up this dude. Uh, Hangman ends up drinking all the beer. He does not go to help Kenny backstage, which I thought was interesting. Uh, Chris Statliner versus Riho. This was a good match that I was looking forward to, and it got ruined by all the interference. But I'm not going to lie, it was kind of interesting. So it was Chris Statliner versus Riho. Uh, fucking Statliner with a nice deadlit superplex. That was pretty sweet. Lufer debuts, the deathmatch guy that apparently not a lot of people know, which Chris Jericho knows. You know, he's the bald guy, the Uncle Fester motherfucker that Brandy kept promoting. Riho ends up winning with a roll-up. Everything goes to shit. All the women are breaking up. Sheeta comes in to help. Uh, Britt Baker refuses to help. The Nightmare Collective lay waste on everything. Just shenanigans, shenanigans, shenanigans. This felt like a WCW match. Oh, my God. I just want to see Riho and Chris Statliner. I thought they were for the little wrestling that they did. It was fucking great. Like, I, I feel like Riho needs to drop that title because Riho's not there a lot. She's got a lot of dates in Japan still. You know what I mean? I like Riho as a champion, but you got to go with Chris Statliner, man. Chris Statliner is on fire. I think Chris Statliner is legit one of the best they got. I would put her next to Sheeta. I still think Sheeta is, like, number one in that company. Like, no one comes close to what that girl can do in that ring. The strikes, the ring psychology. It's not even like she does anything crazy. She's just so fucking good. Like, I would have preferred Chris Statliner going after Sheeta after this, but maybe we could get a triple threat with Sheeta and Chris Statliner and Riho. But then is Brandy going to wrestle for the title one of these days? I don't know. There could be a lot of stuff there. Uh, Sammy Guevara versus Chris Daniels. Uh, uh, fucking Sammy starts basically destroying Christopher Daniels, destroying him the whole time. Daniels tries to make a comeback. Pentagon distracts Christopher Daniels. Sammy hits a super kick and wins. Which I'm like, okay, that's it. He just won with a super kick. That was, this was an okay match. Dark Order comes out, and this was when it picked up. Like I said, I don't know a lot of people hate Dark Order stuff, but Evil Uno is man good on the mic, bro. I think man Evil Uno is like underrated as fuck on the mic. I think he's killing it. He comes out, he has all the goonies with him. Basically says, we want the real Christopher Daniels. We want the fallen angel back. And I'm like, oh, cool. You sound like everyone else who wants the fucking fallen angel back. Christopher Daniels teases joining. He says no. The Young Bucks come out. SCU come out. We got another big-ass brawl. Fucking the whole time, they put him down. And they point to Christopher Daniels. And he's he's about to hit the moonsault. He's a little scared to hit the best moonsault ever. He fucking hulks up. Hits the best moonsault ever. I thought it was really cool. The crowd was really into this. Like I said, I would have preferred not a, another WCW brawl, but we get a lot of those in AEW, but I'm okay with it. Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes versus the Lucha Bros, and ah, this match pissed me off. This match pissed me off. This match felt like it didn't need to happen, honestly. And to me, you should have had the Lucha Bros win. I feel like the Lucha Bros are losing too much, and Cody's undefeated still. Cody has been undefeated since AEW first fucking started, like a year ago, technically, if you want to get technical. They've only been on TV since October, but Cody's been undefeated in all the, all the pay-per-views, too. So, Cody's undefeated forever, basically. He has one loss in a tag team match, and then one loss by throwing in the towel. That doesn't count to me. 
so Dustin gets his knee worked the whole time. Arn is there still. This is so dumb. I fucking hate how Arn Anderson is cutting Cody Rhodes' promo when Cody Rhodes is probably the best promo in the company next to Kenny, I think. And Moxley. Like, come on, come on. Well, this was dumb. Uh, Dustin ended up pinning Phoenix, which I'm like, of all the people you have, Dustin get the win? Come on. I don't know. I just, I just thought this was stupid. So MJF comes out, basically says Cody's a pussy, a coward. DDP comes out, and this is a great segment where DDP starts going on. He, he goes on for like 10 minutes just promoting DDP yoga and all that stuff. MJF is on his phone, and he's live tweeting saying, oh, great, this old bastard is out here. Wardlow's sitting there with his kissy face. I don't know why he does that. It's not intimidating, but I like Wardlow. Uh, MGF and Diamond Dallas Page start going at it. DDP's like, I got one more match in me. I want to wrestle one more match. MGF's just like, I'm going to do what you do for your symbol, but I'm going to do it to your daughters, and we're going to bang. All hell breaks loose. They start beating the shit out of each other. Fuck it. The Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny come out, and DDP takes out all of them single-handedly, which I'm like, God, the Butcher and the Blade are fucking dead already. Cody beat them week two. Easily, with the help of Darby Allen. I don't know, what the fuck? <laughs> best Friends was Jurassic Express, which I'm like, no. I don't want the Best Friends to lose any more matches. I love the Best Friends. Orange Cassidy's my nigga. <laughs> That's my boy. Uh, but basically, uh, what the fuck is the Marco stunt? That's all I gotta say. Fucking Marco stunt just annoys me. He's a, he's like, he's not bad. He just annoys me. <laughs> Orange Cassidy hits my, my my awesome dive right there. The one with the fucking hands in his pockets. Orange Cassidy's just... And Luchasaurus are probably the most over thing in the company. It's crazy. Jungle Boy rolls up Chucky e. T. Which I'm like, alright, this is a roll up. You know what I mean? Marco Stunt didn't get the win. Never let Marco Stunt get the win, please. That breaks the credibility of anybody. Uh, but this is an okay match. I thought this was good. Uh, Jericho in the Inner Circle, uh, and I love this segment. I thought this was the segment of the night. I thought it made the night for me. So Jericho comes out. Moxley comes out. Inner Circle. They're like, yo, we got the money. We got the stuff. We got the car we're going to give you. Mox fucking joins the Inner Circle for a good 10 minutes. He starts going in, saying, you know, respect Chris Jericho. Respect the champion. All this stuff. He's drinking the bubbly. He's fucking bossing it up everywhere. The inner circle leaves, and Moxie grabs the microphone, and he's like, nah, I'm just joking. <laughs> Legit, just nonchalant. Nah, I'm just joking. I'm not enjoying this. This is stupid. And then he just fucking lays out fucking Jericho with a bottle to the back of his head. Death Rider for the rest of the people. He escapes. He fucking keeps the car keys, and that was AEW. Like I said, Hangman and Kenny versus Private Party was good. They continued the stuff with Pac and Kenny wanting that rubber match. Uh, Hangman still being a dick, not helping really people out. Uh, the women's match was kind of a fucking mess. I feel like that could have been better. Uh, Sammy and Chris Daniels was cool, because at least Sammy got a win over something, like, about kind of a bigger guy. Lucha Bros should have won that match. I'm sick and tired of Cody Rhodes winning everything. Like, what the fuck? And the ending segment was fucking great, so. AEW continues. Just be a breath of fresh air, man. It's always good to watch AEW. Then we get to NXT. NXT, and again, uh, NXT is fantastic, I I always feel like NXT, when it comes to the wrestling, is always the better show, but AEW kind of brings that little excitement, you know what I mean, that little extra PG-14 bullshit, alright, so we started off with Rhea Ripley coming out, you know, she's trying to cut a promo, but then she gets interrupted by Tony Storm, good to see Tony Storm, by the way, 
Jesus Christ, that woman is uh, but Tony Storm is one of my absolute favorites. I loved her when she was in Japan. Fucking never forget Storm Zero when it was a pile driver. <laughs> uh, but Tony basically tells her, hey, remember when I beat you and I beat you again and I beat you twice? So why don't we try to do that again? So she wants a title shot at Worlds Collide. They're trying to make Worlds Collide like a fucking pay-per-view basically at this point, which I'm hyped for. Fucking, I think, what, Finn's fighting on uh, the fucking uh, Dragonov dude? That's going to be awesome. So, uh, Kay Lee Ray comes out, the NXT UK Women's Champion, which, like I said, I wasn't the biggest fan of her, but she's actually grown on me. I actually like her a lot. Uh, comes out, Io Shirai comes out, and I was like, all right, that's it. Give her the title. <laughs> just just by Io coming out, give her the fucking title. Uh, she wants fucking Rhea's title. Bianca Belair comes out saying, nah, I'm getting the title shot. Candice Ray comes out. And Rhea's just like, oh, come on, you too. And she, Candice Ray gives her the fucking Pete Dunne shrug. Like, eh. A brawl breaks out. Match gets made on the spot. Rhea Ripley, Candice, and Tony versus EO, Kaylee Ray, and Belair. Uh, good match. Always great to see EO. Fucking. I know she's very unhappy in NXT, you know. Apparently she wants to go back to stardom because she's making less money in stardom. You know, she misses her fucking fiance. Evil. Fuck you, evil. You evil bastard. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, I'm hoping she sticks around next day because I think she's doing great. She, like, barely loses, too, so. Like, she's getting booked really good, but I understand, you know what I mean? I wouldn't mind seeing her go back in Japan. Hopefully she keeps, you know, this, uh, fucking, this gimmick. Nice Poison Rana by Candice. That was always good to see. Tony Storm with an amazing fucking headbutt, dude. She hits those fucking crazy headbutts like fucking Gentleman Jack Gallagher does. Crazy. Like, girl, you pretty. You shouldn't be trying to ruin that face. <laughs> Belair tags in the hard way. EO gets pissed. Drop kicks Belair. She's out of there. She turned on her own teammate. Rhea takes advantage. Pins Belair with the riptide. And I don't see Belair losing a lot, so that was surprising. That was cool. Like I said, I think Rhea's going to be a great fucking champion. I can't wait to see her versus EO. Like, it's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> Uh, we get Forgotten Sons versus Fabian Eichner, Marcel Bartel. You know me. Fucking love these dudes, man. These guys are fucking great. We got a mask on Fabian Eichner. I guess his nose was broken. The mask comes off mid-match, and I was, like, scared. I was like, uh-oh. I hope his nose is okay. Uh, then he takes a kick to the face right after that. I was like, awesome. Uh, awesome Imperium fucking move. The fucking hit a nice deadlift brain buster. This cool move where Marcel Bartel throws his opponent onto Fabian. Fabian catches him, gets him up, and fucking hits him with the fucking brain buster. Uh, Wesley Blake got some good moves in. Wesley Blake has gotten a lot better. He's got some cool moves in, but Imperium wins. Such a great match. So fast-paced. These guys never stopped moving. I wish they had a little bit more time. But with the time these guys got, these guys had a fucking awesome fucking match. So that was great. Uh, Austin Theory versus Jack uh, Jacqueen Wild. Zima Ion. I'm just going to call him fucking Zima Ion. <laughs> Bromance, bro. They coming back. <laughs> uh, Austin has a really cool entrance. A really cool theme, too. I like that. I still can't believe this dude is 22 years old. Basically a showcase match. TKO for the win. Austin Theory is going to be... Big, give it a fucking, give it a week. You know what I mean? This guy could get a title shot and people would take him seriously. Undisputed Era versus Gallus. Good to see a heel on heel match. That's something I like that NXT does a lot. They're not scared to do. 
Uh, Cole helps him sneak a win, which I actually kind of wanted Gallus to win, honestly, but I'm okay with it. Johnny Gargano comes out that basically says he is the most important thing to him as being Johnny NXT. And basically says Finn, you know, Finn comes out, they're talking shit to each other. This one Finn made me crack up and he called Johnny like a little rat or something. Just the way he said it though was fucking funny. So basically Johnny tells him, you're not NXT, you shouldn't even be here. You dipped as soon as you had a chance. Both guys caught really good promo. Finn challenges him and basically said, if you even make it there. So he basically told him, I'm going to take you out before it happens. Uh, then we get the hypest announcement already. <laughs> so Kushida's tag team partner, which I never thought would have fucking happen, is Alex Shelley. The time splitters are back together. One of my favorite tag teams in New Japan, juniors back in the day. I am very happy about this. Uh, I'm pretty psyched. I wish it would have kept it a secret, but whatever. What are you going to do? TV ratings, I guess. Uh, Mia Yim versus Caden Carter. Fucking Lacey Lane was still such a better name. But Mia Yim versus Caden Carter. Carter with a nice mid-rope Yakuza kicks. Those are really cool looking. Uh, kicks Mia Yim right in the fucking schnoz. Uh, Mia Yim uh, gets her get up with the mid-air protecting neck. That was a really cool spot. And then uh, Chelsea Green debuts, attacks Carter, and Robbie E debuts with her, basically making her her client. And I'm very fucking happy. Like I said, Chelsea Green is a fucking star. She's legit one of my favorite women wrestlers for a while now. She's fantastic. The whole hot mess thing in TNA was fucking awesome. Main event time, it is Damian Priest versus Donovan Dijakovic. Every time they say it, man. Versus Keith Lee versus Trevor Lee. I'm calling him Trevor Lee, not calling him Cameron Grimes. Uh, Keith Lee and Dijakovic basically fucking predict all of each other's whole moveset for five minutes straight. That was a fucking awesome spot. A fucking deadlift superplex onto Damian Priest. So basically, we had a suplex by uh, fucking Dijakovic onto Damian Priest. Lee, Keith Lee catches him, uses him as a weapon. Some crazy shit, dude. Keith Lee is crazy. Lynn Lee hits a deadlift superplex on Damien. Then Dijakovic hits a moonsault on Keith Lee. Uh, Priest hits the top rope Hurricanrana on Trevor Lee. Keith Lee catches him from the top rope Hurricanrana. Trevor Lee with a fucking moonsault power slam on Keith Lee. That was awesome. I love that move. It's, it flows so nicely. Trevor Lee with the cave-in on the apron. Trevor Lee jumps on Keith Lee. Then he catches him with the Grizzly Magnum. And Lee ends up winning with the Spirit Bomb. So Lee gets the big win in the Fatal 4-Way. And he will be the next North American Championship, I'm pretty sure. But NXT, fantastic wrestling as always. You can't be fucking NXT, dude. You just can't. And we're at the SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown's improving, you know, still not the greatest thing ever, but it's getting better. So Miz comes out, says he's had a bad day. He said the reason he came at Kofi, he had a bad day, and you had this guy preaching positivity to you, and all he wanted to do was punch Kofi in the face. Then he says, sorry, you know what I mean? John Morrison comes out. Fucking awesome to see John Morrison. I love John Morrison's theme music, too. Morrison's full-out heel coming at the people saying these people are wrong for chanting The Miz. He called one dude a douchebag for doing it. New Day comes out. They're both coming at each other. Uh, Miz and Kofi for losing. Basically, you know, Miz and Kofi are going at it for him losing the WWE Championship. Kofi cuts a pretty good promo about that, too. Then we get Kofi versus Miz. 
not bad. Miz wins with Morrison's help after Morrison does some cool ass parkour shit onto Big E. Uh, Elias sings another song and he comes at Brock a lot. Like he's going in at Brock throwing shots. So Brock is probably gonna murder him. <laughs> Alexa Bliss versus Mandy Rose. Ooh, they need to stop putting these two together. I like Mandy Rose a lot. Alexa Bliss is whatever. You know, look wise, goddamn. But they need to stop putting these two together. They keep having a lot of matches, and it's not good. Uh, Dozovich comes out. He distracts Bliss. Mandy hits him with the roll-up. I'm glad Mandy was able to get a fucking win, finally. Jesus Christ. But Lacey Evans versus Sasha Banks. Bailey is on the screen, says Sasha's not there. Bailey comes at Lacey's kid. Lacey gets pissed off. Lacey's really getting over as a babyface. Like, the crowd was just, like, super cheering for her. She had to stop talking a couple times. That was lit. Lacey heads backstage. Bailey jumps her. Then Lacey gets the upper hand, but Bailey escapes. Like I said, this is actually building to something. She's technically feuding with two people, so they could have, like, a triple threat, kind of. Rambler Rowlett wants to help D. Bryan because he is Daniel Bryan's biggest fan. He says he knows the secret to defeating the Fiend. There is a one way to stop him. Which I'm keep predicting is probably when you take off the mask or something like that or something like that. Or maybe no red light. <laughs> so, before Rambling Rabbit's about to tell uh, Daniel, uh, Bray catches him, grabs him by the throat, and squishes him. Basically, you know, bye. We have Shinsuke versus Braun. Uh, dumb to have this match when they're going to fight for the Intercontinental Championship. But this was actually not a bad match. It was something cool and different. Azaro hits Braun with the pole. Braun's nose gets busted open. Not a bad match. Like I said, it's something different. Shin tries to use the title. Braun blocks it. Beats Shin cleanly with the power slam, even with the help of everybody. So we're, pre we're basically going to assume that Braun's going to run right past this man. Uh, Bray sends a box to Daniel Bryan. It's a present box, and I pretty much knew what was going to be in it. It's a dead rambling rabbit. It's a rambling rabbit full of blood ripped to pieces. This feud is really good. Like, I actually really enjoy this feud. I know people keep saying The Fiend's getting cold or whatever, but I think this feud is fantastic. Roman comes out. <laughs> he says he needed his family help. The Usos come out. Not a fan of the haircuts at all. Uh, King Corbin comes out with Ziggs. They go out and then we get the Usos versus Ziggs and Corbin. The Revival comes out mid-match. Now they're involved in this again. Roman comes out, takes them out easily. Spirit of Corbin to DQ because Corbin kept pissing off Roman. Robert Roode then came back. Then he takes out the Usos. Uh, nice spine buster on the table. We got an eye on the table spot because the table didn't break. Ziggs always thinking on his feet because Ziggler is man smart. Hits a fucking elbow through the table and puts Roman through the table. And like I said, that was pretty much it for this week. I feel like we had a lot of good wrestling. AEW and NXT are always the prime examples. Uh, we need some more New Japan, man. I loved covering all that New Japan stuff. I loved every single minute of it. But yeah, I gotta keep it short this week, you know what I mean? Like I said, a good amount of stuff happened here and there, you know? Uh, fucking a lot of, it was mostly like controversy stuff, like the whole thing, Tessa winning the fucking Impact World Champion, which so fucking dumb, you know, after all the stuff that came out that she said, crazy shit, man, crazy shit, but that's it for me, I'll catch you guys next time, uh, you know, follow the UUSK92 everywhere, Whale Talks Wrestling is on every podcast thing you could think of, you know, give it a listen, you might like it, you might not, you know, I'll take criticisms, I'll take anything. But that's it for me. I'll catch you guys next time. Uh, watch more wrestling. Peace out.